Welcome back to another episode of the Portal Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Clinton, editor and columnist for Heartland College Sports. If you like our show, please consider subscribing and leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and send a screenshot to Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com and we will get you a free Heartland College Sports koozie out in the mail. Today we are opening week three of a series where we cover the top 10 impact transfers for each Power 5 conference in college football. We've done the Big 12. We've done the SEC. If you miss those episodes, go back a couple of weeks and take a listen. This week, we are covering the Big 10. And we're going to jump right into it with the first impact transfer being quarterback Tanner Mordecai, who has transferred from SMU to Wisconsin. And all he did... SMU over the last two seasons was throw for 7,152 yards and 72 touchdowns on 66% completions. He did have 22 interceptions while with the Mustangs, but look, this is a guy that has thrown the football all over the field. Uh, He has run wide open offenses uh, at SMU and and now he's going to do that for Luke Fickle at Wisconsin and, and talk about a, a change of philosophy. This is a team that we have seen primarily run the ball down people's throats for, uh, I mean, I would even go as far as to say generations. It's been a long time since we've thought of Wisconsin as a, as a passing team, if ever. And uh, you'll look at them now as, as a wide open offense uh, and somebody that is, is going to be able to throw it over the top of you. And look, they've got a really manageable schedule there. Uh, they've got Buffalo, Washington State, Georgia Southern, at Purdue, Rutgers, Iowa, at Illinois. They do have Ohio State on October 28th. Uh, they go to Indiana, Northwestern, Nebraska, and Minnesota. So when you look at the schedule, Wisconsin should be favored in many of those games. And, and when they return 10 offensive starters, they return eight starters on defense, and you have a guy like Luke Fickle, uh, I see Wisconsin as somebody that can really challenge for a spot in the Big Ten Championship, and Tanner Mordecai is certainly going to help them out uh, in that aspect. So uh, he's the first guy I'm looking at. The second guy uh, I'm going to be watching uh, that's a major impact transfer in the Big Ten this year is Jeff Sims, who transfers from Georgia Tech to Nebraska. Over the last three years uh, with the Ramblin' Wreck, Sims threw for 4,464 yards and 30 touchdowns. He did have 23 interceptions, so not a great touchdown-to-interception ratio there uh, and completed just 58% of his passes. But look, over that same period of time, he rushed for almost 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns on the ground. He averaged 4.2 yards per carry. So this is a guy that is extremely extremely athletic, uh, and and for first-year head coach, uh, uh, for a first-year head coach, this is certainly somebody that that you that you're excited for uh, if you're a fan of, of Nebraska and, and if you like what Matt Rule brings to the program there uh, in Lincoln. So uh, if you can if you can get the most out of Jeff Sims and Matt Rule's first year, you really got to like what uh, the the Nebraska offense could look like. And he's not the only transfer uh, that's going to make an impact uh, for the Cornhuskers as they they have reloaded in a lot of ways. Uh, at wide receiver and uh, along the offensive line and on defense. So, um, but the most important one for them is is obviously Jeff Sims at quarterback, and uh, you hope to get a lot out of him if you're a Nebraska Cornhusker fan. And uh, I think you're going to. I think you're going to see a lot from them, and, and you're going to see him with the ball in his hands, uh, th- both throwing the ball through the air and and obviously 
uh, making an impact as a rusher as well. Uh, our third of four quarterbacks on this list, we're going to go to Iowa. Uh, I know, Iowa quarterback. We, we, we're we not really concerned about those guys in the last few years, but this one is going to make a difference. I do, I do really feel that way. And uh, that's Cade McNamara, who comes over from Michigan uh, to take over as the Hawkeyes uh, guy under center. And look, over the last three years at Michigan, he's thrown for 3,100 yards, almost 3,200 yards, and 21 touchdowns to just seven interceptions. Uh, he completed 63% of his passes over the last three years at Michigan, and uh, that's in 16 starts. So uh, it, it looks really, really good on paper, and he's he's a junior, so we've got a couple of years uh, of eligibility left there. I do think that the improvement is something that obviously we need to see from Kirk Ferentz's team and from Brian Ferentz's uh, unit. And obviously for that to happen, you need better play at quarterback. And, and I think they will get that this year um, going from Spencer Petrus to uh, Cade McNamara this season. And it's something that you can, something that you can really hope for, uh, if you're a Hawkeyes fan and really look forward to. Um, and you also have uh, s- some um, improvements along the offensive line. So I do think that Iowa should be better offensively, and it, it's it's something to look forward to uh, if you're a Hawkeyes fan uh, watching Cade McNamara under center there. And the final quarterback on our list, as a former Big 12 quarterback, that is Hudson Card, who comes in from Texas, and he will now be the starting quarterback or the presumed starting quarterback for the Purdue uh, Purdue Boilermakers, and uh, this is a guy that can do it with his legs and um, they can do it with his legs and through the air. And so you look you look back at at what uh, Purdue has done over the last few years. They went eight and six last season uh, and won the West in the big in the Big Ten. But uh, with a new head coach, Ryan Walters is in for his first year. Uh, and plenty of losses on both sides of the ball. I think Purdue's going to have a little tougher season, but the good news is, is they should still get really good quarterback play out of Hudson card uh, and five starts last season at Texas uh, or, or five starts over uh, his time at Texas. He produced 1,521 yards and 11 touchdowns to just two interceptions and completed uh, 65% of his passes, which is really good. And, and is something that I think you can build on if you're uh, the Boilermakers uh, the issue is, is they've got a pretty tough schedule and for a first year head coach breaking in a new quarterback and, and a lot of new things is, is, is typically difficult. So when you draw both Ohio state and Michigan uh, and Wisconsin on top of Virginia tech and the non-conference, it's just tough. It's a tough, uh, it's a tough ask, but uh, Hudson card certainly will help uh, Purdue if they do hope to get back to bowl eligibility in 2023. All right, let's change positions here. Let's go to running back, um, and and run, the the only running back on this list is Sean Tyler, who comes from Western Michigan over to Minnesota, and this is a guy over the last four years that has accumulated two thousand eight hundred and thirty yards on the ground and twenty seven touchdowns. He's had back to back thousand yard rush uh, rushing seasons at Western Michigan. Uh, and he's compiled 338 yards on 43 receptions and three touchdowns in that time. So uh, Minnesota really is is one of the teams that we've we've seen run the ball really well. 
they've had Mohammed uh, Ibrahim over the last few years, uh, and he had a career or a school record eight straight hundred yard games in twenty twenty um, or in twenty twenty one, and and it was it was tough. Uh, it was tough to see him go down with with injury, and he wasn't quite uh, who we we had hoped he would be when he came back. But but Sean Tyler is a guy that, that you can really plug in and play here. Um, and I do think that it'll help to have a guy like that, especially whenever you have him uh, to pair with Zach Evans, um, who was a redshirt freshman this season. So I uh, really like what Sean Tyler brings to Minnesota's offense, and I think that he'll be a great addition for, uh, for, the, Golden, for the Golden Gophers uh, in 2023. Wide receiver Dante Cephas. Ooh, this was a guy uh, I was really interested to see where he where he went. Um, was a guy that that made some some noise a couple of seasons ago at uh, at Kent State, and and we saw him add on to that last season uh, despite not playing in many games. But uh, over the last two seasons, he compiled nineteen hundred and eighty four yards through the air and twelve touchdowns on one hundred and thirty receptions. Uh, average 15.3 yards per catch. And so this is a guy that that obviously will be a, a big get for Penn, for Penn State uh, in a year that we really expect the, the Nittany Lions to compete for a Big Ten championship. And that's really saying something whenever you share the conference with Michigan and, and Ohio State, who have been uh, playoff contenders and, and, and playoff uh, have made playoff appearances in the last two years. So um, what we're looking at right now from, from Penn State, though, is for them to solidify and really um, legitimize themselves as national contenders by beating one of those two teams when given the chance. And, and I think that Dante Cephas is a guy that can help you do that. Um, there, there's just not many guys out there uh, that can do what he does at the level that he does. So if they can get the most out of him, I think Penn State's wide receiver room um, could be – more than serviceable despite losing three of their top four guys in that room last year from last year. So um, Dante Sivas is definitely a name to watch. Now this next, this next player, and this will be our, our seventh player on the list. Um, this is a guy that could be the biggest X factor uh, in the big, to- in the big 10, if he is able to, live up to the hype or live up to what was expected of him whenever he came out of high school. As part of the 2020 class, tight end Eric Gilbert signed with LSU. Uh, and he was a five-star guy. He was the number five overall player in the class of 2020, uh, if you if you look at 247 sports composite rankings. And he signed with LSU. Um, he then transferred to, to Florida where he lasted six months and didn't play any games. And then he spent the last two years at Georgia and won two national championships. But uh, he was also part of the best tight end room in the country and decided to transfer from Georgia to Nebraska. And so despite being at, at four schools now, uh, he's listed as just a sophomore. And so this is, this is the biggest what if in, uh, in the big, in the big 10 this season for me, as far as transfers go, what if he lives up to the hype? What if Gilbert? What if Gilbert becomes that go-to uh, receiving threat at at the tight end position for Nebraska? What if he becomes the guy for Jeff Sims uh, there in, in his first year uh, as a Cornhusker? 
this is a guy that could definitely make a difference for for Nebraska's offense and, and would be a huge get um, for Matt Rule and the Cornhuskers if if they can get some sort of production out of him. He hasn't had many. Uh, he hasn't had much production uh, over the last few years. He, he was a uh, he wasn't all SEC freshman his first year um, at LSU, but but since then hasn't really been able to do much. So if he can stay on the field and if he can make an impact uh, that, that we feel that he can at Nebraska, that would be a huge get for for the Cornhuskers who are trying to get back to relevancy uh, post Scott Frost. Uh, the next the next guy is Ladarius Henderson, who comes to Michigan from Arizona State, uh, and he brings 29 starts from Arizona State to Michigan, um, and so that that really helps them. But but we've got a bonus here because there are three guys at Michigan who are expected to be uh, starters along the offensive line because you also have Drake Nugent and Miles Hinton who come from Stanford and bring a combined 40 starts, um, bringing a total of 69 starts to Michigan between three players. Nice. Uh, and there's something that should really play a factor in, in Michigan's offense this year after uh, being a Joe Moore award finalist and winners over the last couple of seasons. So um, they should be really good against uh, along the offensive line again. And, and that has a lot to do with these three guys transferring in. So definitely some, some players to watch there. Uh, and then Andre Carter, who's an edge at Indiana is another guy to watch. He comes in from Western Michigan in 2022. He compiled 68 tackles, 13 and a half tackles for loss and seven sacks along with two forced fumbles. And, uh, the Hoosiers, they, they struggled to get, uh, to the quarterback. I believe they had 13 sacks in big 10 play last year. Uh, so this is a, this is a big gift for them. And as somebody that can help them step up. Uh, on defense, which you know has, has been a pretty good unit over the last several years, so um, if they can get some some uh, pass rush from him, that certainly would help them uh, going into a year that's extremely important um, for the for the Hoosiers. Uh, and another defensive lineman to look at is Tunmus uh, Adelaide, who comes over from a- uh, Texas A and M. He is a, now a Michigan State Spartan. He's listed as a redshirt sophomore. Um, didn't do much in his time at A&M, but he is a former top 40 overall player nationally. Uh, he was a number nine defensive lineman just a couple of years ago. So another player to watch. And then uh, quick fire here. We got a couple of guys, a couple of defensive backs. Jihad Carter, who transfers from Syracuse over to Ohio State. Uh, he had three interceptions and three pass breakups in 2022. And then uh, Jaquan Shepard who comes over from Cincinnati to Maryland. He had 10 pass breakups in 2022 and was listed as a first-team uh, American Conference uh, selection during his last season at Cincinnati, transferred over, and will now play at Maryland this year. So they expect a lot out of him as they try and get some play out of some new uh, guys in the defensive backfield there in Maryland. Uh, we've got a few more names here. I'm just going to go down the list. Uh, some guys to watch for. Uh, that are new to the Big Ten this year. Uh, defensive lineman Jordan Phillips, who comes over from Tennessee, uh, he will now play at Maryland, and they expect a lot out of him. Another guy uh, that lands at Maryland, FIU wide receiver Therese Chambers, is expected to be uh, a huge addition to uh, Maryland's offense. Uh, Chambers averaged a whopping 23.9 yards per catch over 45 receptions at FIU back in 2021. Um, and they pair him with Caden Prather um, to, to, from West Virginia, 
to help supplement the losses of Raheem Jarrett and uh, Jacob Copeland last year. So those two guys will definitely be uh, a couple of uh, wide receivers to watch in, in uh, Maryland's offense. Uh, let's go over to Wisconsin, who adds a few wide receivers. C.J. Williams, probably the most noteworthy there. He comes over from USC. Uh, didn't have a whole lot of production at USC, but was an extremely highly uh, rated four-star recruit. Uh, and they bring over several guys that, that should uh, give uh, Tanner Mordecai plenty of targets to throw at for Luke Fickle there. Tight end Eric All, who transfers from Michigan to Iowa, uh, he will be one of the best players at that position in the Big Ten. Uh, he missed most of last season with Michigan, um, but I, I do think that he'll be a, a big get for for uh, Iowa um, after uh, a, a impressive 20, uh, 2021 season with Michigan. And you pair him with Luke Lackey, and that gives you one of the better tight end duos in, in the entire sport of college football. So uh, somebody definitely to watch. Trey Potts, who played uh, at Minnesota last year, he will be at Penn State, uh, and he certainly helps you out at running back there. And then the final guy on my list is offensive lineman Ben Scott, who comes over from Arizona State to Nebraska to help shore up some spots on the offensive line, uh, a unit that just wasn't very good at Nebraska last year. So uh, that should certainly help the Cornhuskers, who uh, are expecting a lot from their transfer portal class in 2023. That's going to do it for here uh, for us here today at Heartland College Sports uh, in the Portal Podcast. We really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. Uh, and make sure and check out our other shows uh, on the network. There are plenty of them to choose from. Uh, and we are growing, uh, it feels like, uh, almost monthly at this point with the, with the amount of shows and, and content that we have for you guys. So uh, we really appreciate all the support. And remember... Uh, if you like the shows, the best way you can help us out is is going and subscribing and leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Uh, and make sure you send that screenshot to Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com. And I promise he'll get you a free Heartland College Sports koozie out in the mail. I'm Brian Clinton, and we will catch you next time out here in the portal.